0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com/sme today. Again, agorapulse.com/sme.
1: Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
0: Hello. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host today is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We cover the social media news that broke in the last few days. This show is brought to you by the Facebook Ads Summit 2018. It is the largest gathering of Facebook ad experts, and you can learn more at socialmediaexaminer.com slash dot com slash FB 18. It's happening July 9th through 13th, 2018. That's coming up soon. And this is the online event for any marketer who wants to improve their ad copy, better understand the latest Facebook ad strategies and improve your testing and analysis. This is the world's top Facebook ad pros gathering together to show you their proven techniques. Again, learn more by going to social media Examiner. Dot com slash FB 18 on today's show. We're going to explore the Instagram reveal of how their news feed algorithm works with Jeff C. We're going to talk Facebook watch news shows and more breaking social media marketing news of the week. And with that, let's get into it. So Instagram uh in a all roundabout way. Yes. All sorts of news. uh Instagram in a roundabout way. Basically announced, hey, here's how the news feed works. Here's how our algorithm works for what you're seeing, what you think you're not seeing and uh, and much, much more. Jeff, this was something we went live with earlier this week. Huge response. We're going to probably take a little more time on it than we did then in this episode. So break this down for us and uh, let's start parsing it out.
2: So uh, what we, I mean, you said it, this is kind of uh, unprecedented for a uh, network to tell how their algorithm actually works, which is pretty cool. And I think that's why I got so much response on it when we went live earlier in the week. But uh, one of the things they said, and this is is all coming from a TechCrunch article, TechCrunch was invited in with some other reporters to uh, Instagram's actually new headquarters that they're not even finished with yet to talk about all this stuff. But what they wanted to say at the very beginning of the article is like uh, Instagram users were missing like 70% of all posts and 50% of their friends' posts before the app, you know, threw out the reverse chronological feed that everybody really liked uh, for this algorithm in July 2016. And so they wrote, they came out and told how this algorithm works uh, this week. So they've got, you know, 800 million plus users. And now, now with this algorithm, they're seeing like 90% of their friends posts. And they're saying that that's causing people to spend more time on the app. Yeah. But here's the main, the, the three big things that they said, uh, causes you to see what you see on your Instagram feed. Number one is interest. So, you know, how much Instagram really, you know, predicts that you'll care about a post uh, with higher rankings for what like matters to you, so for me, uh, I'd like a lot of woodworking stuff and food. go figure. Um, and so I'll see more of that stuff in my feed because of this weight that the interest gives, also recency. so how recent the post was shared. you know, so you're gonna have like the ones that you know people shared that day over like week long posts. Uh, and the last uh, main factor. That they uh, broke down was relationship how close are you to the person who shared it uh with higher ranking and this makes sense to people you've interacted with a lot on past and instagram and the the thing that they broke that down even further that so so if you comment on somebody's post or and i found this interesting Mm. if you're being tagged together in photos So like when we're at social media marketing world and the people are, and we're walking around and and Kim and the social team together and they tag all of us in photos, well, that's going to show, you know, that this relationship is between us and Instagram is going to use that. Uh, to sh- you know, show you what what you need to see in in the feed. So those are the three main ones.
0: Yeah. So those three main ones. I mean, it, this this doesn't sound surprising to me. None nothing here surprised me. No. I thought no, this is logical. This makes sense. This this is good stuff. Um, like you said, the surprise there for the um the relationship that it wasn't just about how much interaction you have with somebody that shared something, but it's also that uh this past. Kind of, you know. In other words, the right. connections, the tagging, the photo tagging. Yeah, that, I mean, so I, I who knew a lot of people.
2: I think are going to start using that to their advantage. Uh, so or you know, to their, or together,
0: to or to our disadvantage. disadvantage. I mean, there is literally right, exactly. I'll be honest. There's somebody who has tagged me in a photo I am not in. It's a photo of themselves, and they're on Instagram announcing I'm doing this event, and then they tag me right. and a bunch of other people in it. And I'm just like, nope, remove tag because I'm not in the yeah. photo.
2: Like you don't get to I announce think that's like hurt. that. Yes. I think what's going to show, it's going to show something like when you take that tag off or you say no, yeah. then that's going to drive it probably farther down. So, you you know, best practice, stop doing that and actually, <laughs> you know, tag people that are together. Yeah. They went on before yeah. and they said even beyond these uh, core factors, there's some three additional signs. And once again, these kind of make sense as well. You know, frequency. How often are you actually going inside of Instagram and, you know, it's going to try to show you what's the best posts based on those things we just said. Uh, since your last visit. Uh also following, if you follow a lot of people and this really makes sense, Instagram's going to be picking from a wider breadth of authors than you and you might see less of like somebody, you know, a, an individual. So that just makes sense. If you're following a ton of people, you know, it's got to cram all that stuff inside the feed. And usage, how long you spend on Instagram determines if you're just seeing, you know, the best posts during your short little sessions or if you're on it for a long time and getting to what you can actually get to the end of your feed you know, that's going to make a, a difference as well. Yeah. So now, those were the kind of, the,
0: but then the myth busting thing is well, really, really. And wise. Let's hold off on that for one second. You, you have no. to kind of, yes, uh, <laughs> you have to look at these three kind of together to get a full picture or an understanding of how yeah. this actually works. And I think this is honestly, these three right here are the things that people have the most uh misunderstanding with when they say no. Just give me a chronological feed, and I'll be happy. It's again. There's a reason they had to go to al- algorithms. Otherwise, you would see right. every single post by every single person you follow, and no matter if it was good or bad posts, you would see it. But you'd be scrolling yeah. forever to and be enabled to be enabled to see it. Right. So,
2: right. with these and, three and factors, they- yeah. And that's what they said at the beginning. They said, you know, it was down to like 50%. And now with the algorithm, it's gone up to 90. So, you know, and that's, and that's better for everybody all around, even if, you know, people lament the fact of the reverse chronological feed. Yeah. What about you, Kim? Do you like, do you stay a lot? Like when this, this usage factor, do you like, do you just dip into Instagram and come out or do you spend a lot of time like digging in getting to like the end of your feed?
1: No, I kind of just dip in and out. I I go, I check on my kids and see what they're posting. I you know I like look for anything I'm tagged in, um, if I can find it. And yeah, I don't spend as so much time on Instagram as probably the average person. I'm on Facebook more.
2: Gotcha yeah um, so well, and, go ahead. I was
0: going to say one one other thing. so I um, mean, the thing you need to keep in mind when it comes to frequency following and uses is usage is that they are basing this off how you are using it to then know how to show you what they think, and again, this is based on what they've learned from you and your usage over time, so the more you use it, the better it gets, supposedly. Um, yeah. they're trying to show you the best post first like that's what an algorithm does right so frequency mm-hmm. is basically you know how based between the three you know the venn diagram of frequency following and usage there's this sweet spot where they say based on how often you open it and how long you spend in it and how many people you're following that we have to try and figure out how to show you something or try to show you something from all these different you know thousands of people you may be following again they they did say though that Regardless of how this folds out or rolls out, uh, you could still scroll and eventually see everything. There is an end to the since the last time you visited Instagram to now you can get there. It's just and and that's, again, where we've come up with the uh, or they've come up with the uh, you're all caught up uh, notification that we talked about in previous episodes of the show.
2: And I've seen, you know, we've seen this happen. Like, I know that, like, when you post something, even though you don't post woodworking stuff, and it may be a picture of your dog, because of like the use the the relationship, mm-hmm. I'll always see your posts. I mean, it just it doesn't matter; they'll always be in the feed, even though you know you're not a big woodworker, or the you know, but because of that relationship. So I've seen how this has worked in the past, but it's just been really nice to say. This is how it works, and it's been spelled out for us with these like six core things that Instagram says they're going to wait it on. Yeah. So I don't know that a lot of people, again, other than the hardcore,
0: I want my chronological newsfeed, right. you know, people, this makes sense to people. And and again, I, again, I'm not really sure necessarily that from a consumer standpoint or even a marketing standpoint, we necessarily need to be doing anything differently. Other than posting high quality content as often as we can. Right. Not right. well, no, I let me let me good. let me pause. I just made I see what I just said could be taken the wrong way. As often mm-hmm. as you can doesn't mean more often than you can. It means right. as and often as to, you have quality content to share, share it creatively. So.
2: Yeah, and I and there's a lot of people who were like excited. I know a lot of marketers were like says, well, does it feel like we have to post every day then? because of all this other stuff, because if you're doing good content and I mean, you don't want to wait like weeks, you know, to post no. because, you know, there is yeah. that factor of recency, but th- the relationships. And if you're being followed and, you know, the usage, I mean, so that's going to help, you know, balance some of that stuff out. So I don't feel guilty now for myself, not posting every day because right. I would rather have a good photo. So, but what you're we saying before about this, you know, the reverse chronological feed that just shoots right into. And one of my favorite so, things yes. they did is this myth, but this myth, but myth busting <laughs> section, um, myth but yeah, that's a, that's a hashtag. Um, so the the first one was like, Hey, this, the, you know, they're not going to go back to the chronological feed pretty much. They said, Hey, we hear you, you know, some of you don't like it, but, uh, we're, you know, we're listening to you, which pretty much when you hear that, Means like, okay, we heard you, but we're not going to pay attention. And we're not going to go back. Right. And it makes sense because why go back to 50% of the content that you would be seeing? Oh, yeah. No, no one, not,
0: not. no one that's it, no network that has instituted an algorithm is going to turn it off at this point. Sorry. That's just not the way nah. social media works. It's gotten too right. crowded, too noisy.
2: Right. Yeah. And one of the other things they busted in the myth busting section was Instagram does not hide posts in the feed. And you will, like you mentioned before, you will see eventually everything posted by everyone you follow if you keep scrolling and you'll get to that end of the feed kind of a thing. Um, So they wanted to make sure to spell it out that they do not hide any sort of posts. Um, The other thing, and this is one I found really interesting, is Mm -hmm. they said that feed ranking does not favor the photo Mm -hmm. or video format, which I was always, you know, because when I would test videos, they really didn't do that well. And then I'd go see these uh, influencers who all they posted on their Instagram, uh, like the juggling guy who was on a Mike's mm-hmm. podcast. or Zach King. Yeah. All his stuff is videos and they had great engagement and all this stuff. And what they're saying is it's what you look at. So what kind of content you're looking at and engaging with. So if you never stop and watch a video, you're probably not going to see that very, you're going to see fewer of them in your feed. At the very very top,
0: unless so, you well, scroll all the way, and then you want right. and you want to see but everything. But remember,
2: it's weighted to the top. Right. It's just like because if you follow a lot of people, you're going to be scrolling for a while. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there's there's I mean, even me, I don't follow a ton of people, but the, I don't get to the end of my feed hardly ever. So
1: there's are. a good lesson there. There's a good lesson there that if they're showing content, video or photos, depending upon what you engage with, then that should motivate brands to have a good, healthy mix of both because they have to acknowledge that their followers have different preferences. And if they want to be able right. to reach all of them, give them a good mix.
2: Yep. That's great right. insight. Yeah, yep. should be should be yep. showing both. And the other thing is, is uh, which I, this is another one I found a little bit shocking. It says Instagram's feed doesn't favor users who use stories, live or other special e- uh, features of the app. So, you know, a lot of times there's talk about, you know, if you use more stories, then it's going to, you know, it's going to boost your posts. And you hear those kind of rumors uh, floating around. So Instagram says that's not true. No. However, I will say this: uh, this is that. I like doing stories and a post at the same time mm-hmm. because you get that little circle around your avatar saying that you have a story. And so I think there is some some cross kind of love between the two of them. Well but that's I, just my opinion.
0: I think what they're saying there is we as Instagram aren't going to right. make your newsfeed posts rank any higher just because you decide right. to use some other product of ours inside of it now right. that does not mean that for example us as social media examiner going live in another facet of the um app itself that doesn't mean that our community by seeing us more often in more than one place in the app and engaging with us more doesn't then have a right. corollary effect to our news feed posts but exactly that's not they're, again, they're so so. And, and when we went live earlier this week about this, there were people who are like, That's not true. I do stories right. and that makes my put." Well, technically, yes, it does, but it's not Instagram doing it for you. It's you putting no in the work that's doing it. it for you. Yes. No weight. way. Yeah. No there's no
2: wait. there's no way like those other things that we mentioned before that do have weight. Yes. But there is some things like, Well, if you're doing more engagement and talking to people on live, then you know, there's that it's just going to cross over, right? And so. It just it just kind of makes common sense.
0: Yeah. So, so in other um, words in other words, it's not an automatic thing. It's a people
2: put the work in and it happens thing. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Next up. Um Instagram doesn't downrank users for posting too frequently or other specific behaviors. But it does say that if you you know, you take like I'm not posting every day, then they're gonna maybe slide some stuff in between those posts. If you're you know if you're doing like rapid fire stuff like some people we know, like if you're at a conference and you're posting like every five minutes new shots of Eric Fisher because he's so famous and you want to take all those pictures of him, um, there, there they may they're not going to show you like when you, if you follow, uh, you know Kim who's taking all those pictures of Eric Fisher because he's so famous, um, there, there, you're not she's not going to see all of those in a row. They may slide in some other content in there, so it's not this un you know unbroken stream of eric fisher in his batman costume so because all eric
1: all the time yeah that because
0: that's not a good experience on the user side of things so they are not again they're like well okay you have a friend they're posting way more frequently than usual right now we're going to not show you all of what they've posted right here right now but again if you scroll all the way you will find them
2: Yeah. You'll see them. So, but you also, and this, this is just a corollary on that, but remember now you can mute people on Instagram. So (laughs) once again, be careful about how much you post because even if it's broken up, you know, if you see a ton of pictures in Eric in his Batman pajamas, you may stop. Oh, now it's pajamas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would mute, I would mute me too. Uh, Yeah. So um, that's, that's one of the things it's, it's doesn't downrate for posting too frequently. And the other thing is, And this is a big one because this is another huge rumor that people, some uh, people tell you to do. It doesn't give extra feed presence to personal accounts or business accounts, or if you switch between them. And so that's another thing we got some backlash on when we went live. Now, this is just what Instagram says. So, you know, they could be lying. It's how much do you want to believe Instagram? So I'm kind of saying, you know, because they're owned with Facebook and they want to have a good reputation right now, uh, I would say that. I I put a lot of credence in what they say. And so switching between business and a personal account does not make a difference, does not help you anyway at all. And the reason you get
0: right, the reason behind people doing this is because they think, oh, personal account, they're thinking they're thinking uh, profile versus page on Facebook and that algorithm.
2: And that just does not correlate here the exact same way. And they'll think that oh they're they're trying to make me b- pay more for ads right. they want me to me to buy ads on uh, Instagram so they're not going to show my stuff if I have a business account and they're saying that's not true well and you get a lot of cool stuff with a business account like links and stats and um um you, you know you see how many people viewed your profile and all sorts of cool stuff so well, and promoted post
0: sense. which is not right. something that they addressed at all um this is all organic reach
2: right. Yeah. And the last one, which is huge, <laughs> which I think is the biggest shadow banning. Yeah. Yeah. This is what they said shadow banning is not a real thing. Now, whoa, people really pulled out the stops on this one. They did not agree with this. Um, it, Instagram has said, and take it as you will, it doesn't hide people's content for posting too many hashtags or doing specific hashtags or taking other actions. So they just flat out said shadow banning is not real. So leave what you want and let the comments ensue. Yes.
0: Uh, I I know. I mean, I, we even posted a question like this or posted a question about this uh, on our Facebook page asking, you know, ha- they've said this. Have you experienced shadow banning? And I personally and, and I'm just going to go on record here and say this, like I personally think that what people perceive to be shadow banning may be other factors at play that. They are attributing to right. oh, I used a specific banned hashtag, which again I didn't know that was a thing either. Really, other than like, I mean, you, you can't ban a hashtag, really, right? Can you? I may be ignorant here, but like, um, you know that's what I a, mean? That's a
2: whole controversial, thing right? Like, it's, it's it is controversial. There's some that you know have, have flopped to become spammy, and so right, you know, if people are muting that hashtag because of or are you know quit following that hashtag because of how spammy that thing, you know, maybe it appears that you're shadow banned. And Ali made a great comment and people disagree because there are several different definitions of what shadow banning is. So that's probably the problem is we don't have a specific definition that people say what hashtag you shadow banning is, but um, it's, Instagram it says shadow banning is not a real thing and they don't hide people's content for posting too many hashtags, hashtags or taking other actions. So that taking other actions is probably where a lot of the confusion comes in. Yeah. So I I think I'm on I'm on the side
0: of look, they've they've spelled out all these other things and even done these other myth busting things. When it comes to this one, I'm I'm tending to believe them and just say, like, look, we've had enough conspiracy people out there spreading (laughs) things loud enough and long enough that people believe that. In fact, I had a person who on our Facebook page sent a private message and said, I've heard that face that Instagram is now limiting you to five hashtags in your post. And I'm like, no, like where where, where are you hearing this from? That doesn't make any sense. They can't limit you anyway. Like nobody's limiting anybody to anything. It's just that if you're using poor practices, then, of course, you're going to right. get slammed.
2: So, and I want to bring up another comment uh, Allie uh, brought up. She goes, Yes, there are brand hashtags when they have been used inappropriately, which there have been of those. And it, but it just means that posts using those won't appear in top posts yes. in search. And so, people, when they're not in top search and they have been before and they're not, then they're like, Instagram's out to get me. And so, I think that's where a lot of this, you know. Um, shadow banning comes from. So in other words, it's a very I, interesting.
0: Concept. <laughs> in other words, I've been gaming the system, and now they changed their rules. They're not playing fair. Well, you were the one <laughs> right. cheating to begin with, or gaming the yeah. ga- the system. Come on,
2: right?
0: Yeah. And and again, I know, I know there is somebody listening to this, and they're like, "Well, you guys just don't get it." Well, I'm honestly. Let Instagram, us know. yeah, let us know. But here's the thing: like, Instagram is being open and transparent more than right now than I've seen. Honestly, any social network, be anybody really. yet, yeah. with how it really, yeah. really works, like even Facebook doesn't necessarily give us this amount of detail when it comes to their Wouldn't news. Feed. Nice? I know. Yeah. So I'm going to err on the side of trusting them. And honestly, I'm not going to go overkill on hashtags. <laughs> so sorry. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So that's
2: so that's the that's first the big piece for- of Instagram news we have. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So the next one is, uh, and this kind of ties into the one right after this, but uh, there was, the, and this is kind of goes into the rumor category, but Instagram is considering the doing away with video link constraints. And this is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and they published a couple of days ago a report about this new feature that's rolling out that will let people post long form clips of up to an hour. And that's crazy to me, but my kids would could watch it. Um, and so they're, you know, they're trying, they think they're trying to take on YouTube and even some Facebook, um, you know, the Facebook watch thing. And it was described as tentative and Instagram, you know, they may or they may not do it. And it was supposed to focus on vertical video. Um, and, because they want to have this video thing to be more of their offerings to, to tie into like YouTube and Facebook. And they, the, the Wall Street Journal theorizes because they want to add more types of digital advertising, which makes sense. Um, but the, kind of the day, I think the day after this, uh, TechCrunch came back and built on that original article from the Wall Street Journal and said they are preparing to unveil a home. For longer form video, and uh, it's like they're going to take on YouTube and take on Snapchat d- chat Snapchat Discover, because to be honest, they've cloned everything else Snapchat has. They just haven't ever done Discover right. And from multiple sources, it said that they're going to offer a dedicated space featuring scripted shows, music videos. Uh, it's going to be vertically oriented, oriented, and it's going to be in four K high def resolution. So. Um, this sounds like it really, to me, is really going to be coming um, because they've been meeting with popular social media stars and uh, publishers and how, you know, their channels going to could work on, on the app. Uh, and it's supposed to tentatively roll out June 20th. So it's like right around the corner. Now, one of the things, uh, this isn't going to be like Insta Stranger Things. Or Insta House of Cards or something like that. Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be more like um, videos you see from YouTube, um, those kind of creators, and that's supposed to be from like five to fifteen minutes in length. Shot with nice cameras, but it's not going to be a Hollywood produced like show like Netflix has been famous for doing. Now, so
0: I, I, as I think about this, and I think of you know, and you can, I, you and I have not talked about this. Specifically, right. Jeff, but you and I are the ones who, more you than me, but have been the people who are posting on social media examiners' Instagram account. And I'm thinking in terms of longer form content that is pre recorded is huge. And if we are restricted to only being able to post that by moving it over through a Dropbox full, you know, and then downloading it to right. our phone or tablet or something, et cetera. Like how the heck are we going to get all this longer form content over to basically a tiny screen and a tiny app and then have it go up over only wifi. Like I'm wondering, and this is where if Mike Stelsner was on the show. He'd be like, I predict um, that
2: right. desktop it's, there's going to some, be some way. I believe there's going to be something like uh we have in Facebook, there's going to be some sort of like video, uh, library that you'll be able to use yeah. for these. And I think that's what their creators are doing. And the stuff, um, that they're talking about kind of seems that way. It looks like you can have, they're saying that these videos, they don't have a way to monetize them yet. They haven't figured that out. Um, but they are letting them like have the swipe up to go to a link or drive traffic. Cause you know, there's gotta be a way for these creators to make it worth their while. Because even Facebook Watch, they're not paying any of those people um, that they were from this article said that they're not really paying a lot of Facebook Watch creators, but they're allowing them to monetize in different ways. So, But I I agree. I think it's going to. Let me say this. So for us, I think it'd be great because just like we're doing now, where we took people from the live stage like Pat Flynn and Joe Calm interviewing people taking that and putting it to instagram and maybe those shorter segments mm-hmm. i think people would watch those i mean yeah i yeah. i think it's really gotten under instagram's craw that they can't do du- they haven't been able to duplicate uh, discover yet and i think that's the last thing that that snapchat has that instagram doesn't and it's discover is cool that's got some great content on there i go there to watch it just because It's very innovative how they're using vertical video. And I think it's very, very cool because as a video editor, I want to see how they're doing that. And I think a lot of that's going to translate over to Instagram because it's going to be a bigger audience. You know, you know, if they open that up, um, you know, like the food networks over on Discover on Snapchat, they're going to want to go where the eyeballs are. And if if they can upload it to Facebook and Instagram at the same time and hit both of those audiences, you know, Snapchat's dead. That's my opinion. Um, I mean, I, that's just me. I think Discover is the last thing they have going for it. And if if uh, Instagram can duplicate that in a way and the kids use it, which is key, then I think um, it's going to be awesome. So interesting. Yeah. Thoughts? What do you think? Jim? You I mean, you, you have teenagers just like me. And so you think your kids would, you know, go over to Instagram if they had something like Discover or or not. They've
1: they've already uh, my kids in particular have already abandoned Snapchat and they're just on Instagram. So, and I you know I, I didn't ask him what prompted this mass exodus away from Snapchat, but I think part of it is that they are getting what they need at Instagram and they don't find the value, and especially with the direct messages in Instagram and all that, they just don't find the value in having two different Messaging,
2: right. but see and see. I think it depends. Like, there's some people in the comments saying my kids uh, use uh, Snapchat. Mine still do too, because that's how they message. But um, and then other ones are saying, "No, oh, my kids have bailed on Snapchat too." So you guys are on the, you know, over on the West Coast, it takes like you know a year and a half to get here <laughs> in the middle. But um, you know, so you're on the cutting edge. But um, yeah, we're still using MySpace. But um, <laughs> after when it comes here, I, I think that they will abandon it for where everybody else is and where they can get content. If they make content um, for, for Instagram, yeah. I think that's going to be, be key. Um, anyway. So that's kind uh, my, of my, yeah. point, my
0: take, my kids are too young. And, and even if they were allowed to use social media, I wouldn't let them, but uh, I in uh, Instagram, I'm not on Snapchat. I don't use it, but if Instagram had a discover like thing, I would probably take a look. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's my just off the top of my head like my interaction, my my thoughts on that. We've got other Instagram news here which uh came out right. late yesterday before we uh after we'd closed the show but we decided to add it back in anyway. So, this one's right. pretty cool.
2: Yeah, so now which I think is very cool, if somebody mentions you on a story, you get a notification and they're calling this at mention sharing and what happens is it shows up in your direct message like hey, like here's a screenshot of it says Social Media Examiner mentioned you in a story. And I did a little animation uh, on Social Media Examiner's story. And then I mentioned uh, myself, Kim and Eric, and we got a notification in our direct messages that lasts for 24 hours. Well, we can click on that and you can share it on your own story and the animations work, the sound works through it, and it's like a sticker. And so I could rotate it and then add my own text to it. And so I think this is really, really cool. Uh, a really cool feature when you get uh, at mentioned from somebody else or you at mentioned somebody, they can actually, you know, take that and put it their own story. And there's actually if you if you click on it, it actually will give you a link back to the original story. Like it says Social Media Examiner, and I can click on it, and boom, it opens their story. So it's a great way, I think, to at mention uh, and just bring more value to using stories.
0: Yeah, this is like basically a retweet yeah. inside of a story. Or a regram. Yeah. Let's do that since it's Instagram. And
2: I thought it was cool that you, you could actually make it a sticker. You can resize it and do yeah. all sorts of cool stuff to it. And uh, the I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. And the animation works. So it's not like it just is a static image. It actually, if there's a video on it. So yeah. like if you were saying something like talking live, uh, not talking live, but talking and doing a video story, you know, somebody could share that and, you know, make a, a thing on it and do some other cool stuff. So very, very cool. Yeah. I like this. Very I like
1: good. it too. So I shared it.
0: <laughs> so did I see. And there you go. I mean, that's kind of now, again, this is one of the things where it's like, don't go tagging a bunch of people in your stories so right. that they see it and then think they're going to share it too. Uh, again, right. use common sense. So
2: I want to be clear because because on this, if you see this uh, example that we're showing is I did at mention them with the at mention stickers, but you can't see it because I shrunk it down mm. super small. Yes. So because I didn't want it to go over the animation. So just want to make clear if somebody sees that, like, well, how did the app mention it's not on there? It is. It's just you can't see it. It's minuscule. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. and I think uh, Mia has a
0: question. She says, uh, does this work for both business and personal accounts? And I think the answer is in the fact that it was a business account that originally shared it. And then right. we tagged the three of us, all it. three of us and then we all received it and were able to do
2: it. Um. Yeah. I think it's completely the only thing possible. that didn't work. Um, is that the swipe up? Because you right. know, social media examiner has the swipe up thing. It did not. I can't do that me because either. I didn't have that. But if you click on it, it takes you to social media examiner, and then you can swipe up. And so you still have the link, and it's pretty clear for you know, if you you tap oh. on it, the, the social media examiner thing comes up, and you just go straight to the story, and then you can swipe up. So, so. that's
0: actually a great tip right there. Let's make sure to share that out. That you tagged me. And the swipe up doesn't apply to me be- when I regram it. Let's just call it that. Right. Um, right. It doesn't apply to me. Like you can't swipe up when I do it, but I could right. make it a, a like we are showing. We can shrink that sticker up just a little bit, and then where you have written here from your story, join us live today. You could have an arrow saying tap and then swipe up. Right. Right. So I you could still but yeah. take advantage. Yeah.
2: Very and cool. It's really cool. To tap on it. it. It shows you really. It shows you the icon of the account and actually the name. And it's really clear that to tap on that, you'll go there. So it's very, very cool. I really like this. I mean, I think this is going to be uh, something that I will
0: use in stories personally, for sure. And definitely, I think we will be figuring out how to, when all of you who mention us at Instagram.com slash SM examiner, which is often, we're gonna start sharing some of those, resharing some of those, yeah. those I should say, yep. into our stories. So keep mentioning us there, and not just mentioning us. You guys talk to us through there, and that's really cool. So, right. yeah, uh, I think that's the rest of the Instagram news. Um, the one thing we didn't say is that it's got to be public accounts. So just make sure. Yes, 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 that's true. Uh, and and I think this is this is literally it's available today, iOS and Android, and it's just grab go, go grab the latest uh, version of Instagram, and uh, you're good right. to go. So. Yep. There you go. All right. So uh, when you're not doing Instagram for Social Media Examiner and Pinterest uh, and live video, and uh, uh, there's lots of ands adding on to that uh, for Social Media Examiner, where can people find you, Jeff C?
2: They can always find me uh, around the interwebs at Jeff C. That's I before E, especially in C. Uh, And also at manlypinteresttips.com, where we're always adding testosterone one pin at a time. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Jeff, everybody. Thanks for being here. See ya. See you later. Thanks,
1: Jeff. Bye. All
0: right. So, uh, that's pretty big news. Lots of big news. Lots of big Instagram news. But uh, you also need to figure out what you're doing with your Facebook ads. Facebook ads Summit 2018 is again the largest gathering of Facebook ads experts. We are putting this on. Social Media Examiner is putting this on, and you can learn more. Head over to socialmediaexaminer.com slash FB18. It's surprisingly affordable. You will go there and be like, Psh, I'm buying a ticket right now. Trust me. So <laughs> I no, would buy it's, a it's, ticket. It's, if I didn't already have access, I would be buying a ticket. It's it's just amazing.
1: So, I'm su- I'm super excited for this. I cannot wait. This oh, is no. like, I'm going to actually watch him live. I this is going to be an amazing, all of the Facebook spe- experts, just amazing lineup.
0: And, and it's actually a bigger Facebook ads lineup than we had at Social Media Marketing World.
1: So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Got some new faces in there, some smarty pants.
0: Yes. <laughs> so so speaking of Facebook, last week, Michael Stelsner jumped in at the last minute and said, hey, breaking news, social media um, powerhouse Facebook is killing their trending news section, and it is now, as of now, officially dead. But then Facebook followed that up in a news post about news, uh, saying that they are introducing Facebook Watch news shows. So coincidence. I, I don't know if I think so. Uh, so I, think so. <laughs> I mean, let's let's get a. Let, hey, I'm Facebook. Let me get rid of the trending news before I announce that we are going to have our own news shows made by yeah. a number of traditional broadcast channels, such as CNN, Fox News, ABC News and Univision and even a, a number of other publishers. And so. And there's going to be more publishers that they will be debuting uh, later this summer. There's going to be a mix of like daily briefings, weekly deep dives and even live breaking news coverage. And they're going to announce more of these shows in the coming weeks. But Kim, what do you think about this play here?
1: I think it's exactly what you said. They take away trendy news and then all of a sudden, well, we don't want you to know what's trending by all of your peers but you can watch what we want you to see on Facebook and here's here's our here's our vetted sources that we feel you can watch and i mean facebook wields a lot of power and you know it's nice that they gave all of the the big networks a, a slot here but i mean really this is it they are, where's where's bbc you know i mean mm-hmm. where's some of the other ones that you would expect to be there and uh, I think that I think that Facebook is one trying to cover themselves and manage the news so that they don't have the same kind of fiasco with the election and two I think it's a little bit a little bit dangerous when we're just being given what Facebook believes we should see rather than what you know the whole of Facebook audience thinks that is important
0: yeah, if that makes sense. Well, I, and I think it comes down to uh, again, this is funded. I mean, the, they are funding this mm-hmm. with a budget of ninety million, and again, I think what they're trying to do here is they're trying to counteract letting fake news. You know, they're they're trying to counteract the perception that fake news has run rampant hey. on Facebook by trying to bring in legitimized. Um, you know, old school and some new school uh, news platforms and having – and I think the perception is, is no, we're Facebook and we're funding this, but we aren't telling them what to report on. They're doing it. We're just providing the outlet. And whether or not people believe that or not is yet another thing. I mean, again, go back to our previous segment and discussion about Instagram. It really comes right. down to – they can these networks can say whatever they want about how they're doing things it really comes down to do you trust that what they're saying is true or not
1: yeah so i i agree completely yeah and and you know they they've lost a lot of trust and so i think you know i'm generally a very trusting person but i tend to look at anything they say now with a skeptical eye
0: yeah yeah so i, I mean the, 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 again we're going to find out more very very soon and again they're they're emphasizing in in a way here that the fact that because this is on facebook watch and that's where they're going to be it's not going to just be a watching um experience it's going to be an interactive experience they don't want you to just watch passively they are saying and so that's yet another interesting thing again but here's the thing like i'm in a weird age market like i'm not young i'm not old i'm you know right there at 40 years old i don't go to social media to like get my news like that was one of the things that we were talking about last week when they were killing trending and i'm just like i already don't look at that i've i have blocked that out i had blocked that out for so long you know for some people out there they're like well you know Anyway, you, you get what I'm saying, and and absolutely. So, uh, so there's either you're you're clicking on the TV and watching it, or you're going to a news site and reading it. You're going to a social network. Like it, it's just part of the. I mean, there, there's, it, what's funny is is there was actually somebody who's you know half my age. And he says I go to Twitter for my news, and that's all I they do. Twitter, but for I'm my just news. like, yeah. But who are you looking at, and how are you? Anyways, I don't want to go down in a rabbit trail with this, but uh, yeah. it's just it's it's a unique play, and um, again, they will be announcing they will be debuting this later this summer. They will be announcing additional shows in the coming weeks. So we'll see if the uh let's see, diversity in terms of the programming and sources uh gets rounded out or added to more there. Uh but and you, you and you better be sure we'll yeah. probably bring it up again at that point. So.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh in other Facebook news, <laughs> this one's fun. uh, uh this one okay is is very interesting. So Facebook, if you remember, if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, you have heard in uh, what Kim and I have probably dubbed somewhere along the line, the Facebook has made yet another mu- deal with music company that publishes blah, blah, blah. And it just keeps happening and happening. And now we're seeing why now we're starting right. to see st- at least some of the reason why. And it's that Facebook is coming out with features that allow you to one do lip syncing live and two post videos that have actual licensed music in it. And I was like, Wait, why are they doing this now? But I realized there's, there's like two or three different or more things going on here. So right. uh, what we're looking at here, they showed, exa- they showed an example and and funny enough, it did not have audio to it. I wanted to, see and hear the music, but it, it wasn't in there as I played the video. Um, it's it's a woman who essentially it, she opens up her uh, Facebook live camera and she selects uh, live or lip sync live and then she selects an artist and a song. Then the song is then highlighted in the video and uh, she it plays. And so all the people that are watching her live and watching her lip sync live can Hear the music, which, again, intellectual property is has been a huge deal. And right. so but all the friends that see that uh, song and see them lip syncing to it can see the song. Um, they're highlighted so they can even tap and follow the artist on Facebook. And so they're they're testing into this in a couple markets now. Uh, I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't like literally rolled out rolled out right then, because when I saw this news, I said, OK. If this is live right now in here and I can go do it, I will go do it for our Facebook page. And and it wasn't there, so I guess you were all ah. spared spared that. But okay. uh for me this this makes me feel or makes me think of uh Musically, which is an app. I don't oh. know if you're you're familiar with that, but like a oh, lot yeah. of people are. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So well I'm kind of with Bridget here. I don't <laughs> think I would go live doing this. <laughs> like, I'll go live, but I don't know if I would go live lip syncing to a song. Maybe. Well, say, you know, uh, would, would you would you rather
0: lip sync to a song or actually sing the song? You see what I'm saying? Oh,
1: well, I would. I would definitely be better off lip syncing to the song because I wouldn't do that to my friends and family yeah. and followers on Facebook. Right. That's, so,
0: uh, yeah. but I I it's think cool. I think that there are some people out there who would use this and there then are people out there who are just like no nope, not going to do it and so i'm i don't know necessarily again if the right age group is on facebook f- for this to take off like they think it might right. we will see um again it's it's not rolled out right now they're testing it and we will see how that goes but the other piece to all these music licensing deals is they are allowing or sorry, they are in the process of rolling out the ability to upload videos with copyrighted songs. So as long as that song is one of the million tracks that uh, they millions, I should say, of tracks that they have licensed through those many, many partnerships that we've been hearing about over time here. Um they will allow you to upload that and and I got to think of well okay there's the there's the obvious use of for a marketer, I want to play a really cool like I want to put a video together and I want to play a popular song behind it. That's one thing, but think about it from a relational standpoint that Facebook was talking all about at f eight if you can't upload a video that is from your wedding for all your friends and family to comment on, because the music in the background is intellectual property and you're going to get dinged on the copyright, then you can't post it. But now you would be able to post that and that music in the background, if it's one of these licensed tracks again, so check with Facebook first before you figure out what your DJ is going to play at your wedding or your other public events. But (laughs) um There's at least a chance that it's going to be possible to do that. And I think as far as people using this aspect of it, uh, not just, the, again, the marketers, which, again, we all know you already thought, "Ooh, I can go play who let the dogs out under my marketing, you know, slides now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um but but again, for for a relational thing, for posting something that is a video that has music because music, music evokes emotion, you know, and so to be able to do that and have that be part of this process, I'm, I'm telling you, I think there's going to be more people who will who will definitely use this who in the past and be like, no, or would have just got dinged and I had it taken down. So, yeah, so, well, you
1: know, when they first started, we first started announcing all of these deals that Facebook was making with all of these music distributors, publishers, whatever they are. Um, I thought that okay, this maybe it's going to be so that you can add this music to your to your post. But this is even better. Yes. This is this is even far better. And there was a little thing that they're looking at adding, letting you add music to your story.
0: Right, Facebook stories.
1: So. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like the idea that, uh, or sorry, the, the what they're saying is that they are, um, they're rolling these both out, uh, available worldwide, eventually, and that's, that makes, uh, the word eventually makes me feel like, oh my gosh, this will take forever, but yeah. if you upload a song, or sorry, a video with a song in it, and it, there is any kind of restriction, it's not part of their licensing, you actually get a notification right away, so that you right. can remove it, and then you can take it down. So that's way different than we've had uh, in, in terms of any kind of anything near this up till this point. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, this is, this is, I think this is good news. I think this is really good news for us. So I think
1: it's, I this is pretty innovative and it's amazing to me how quickly they, they can match the music to, yeah. you know, your video and then give you a notification. I mean, within seconds.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so
1: now with- Ruth mentioned said Facebook music could be its first step to compete with Spotify, Title, YouTube, et cetera. And um I guess if, if we were then allowed to make playlists of all the music they have licensed.
0: Yeah, except that's not necessarily what they're doing. They're really just making yeah. it so that it's the music is allowed to play in right. video. In, you know, all these either snippet form or again, the lip sync thing or inside of these videos that are being created, um, there is no kind of, you know, YouTube music equivalent on Facebook that's being called Facebook music at at this point. Uh, But again, I think Ruth might be onto something. I don't see why it wouldn't happen. So, we'll see.
1: Because YouTube doesn't do that. If you have, if you upload a video and there's music in the background and you don't have the rights to it, YouTube just.
0: Oh, they yeah, they'll squash you. They squash you immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So this
1: kind of is. I mean, Facebook is taking a step beyond YouTube in this situation.
0: Yes. So So, go Facebook. Yep. So uh, again, want to remember? Sorry, wanted to remind you. That this show is brought to you by the Facebook Ads Summit 2018, put on by Social Media Examiner. It is the largest gathering of Facebook Ads ep- experts, and you can learn more by going to social mediaexaminer.com slash FB18. So another big behemoth, Apple, came out with a bunch of things at their worldwide developer conference earlier this past week and there are some things that i think we should probably just mention to make sure that you hear about it uh from a marketing standpoint one of those is this thing called memojis or memojis i guess is probably a better way to say it i just want to say it weird um if you've ever heard a bitmoji that's exactly what it is but it's on apple so uh You can pick and choose. You can it's almost like a version of the the Wii avatars, you know, from the from back in the day, Nintendo, the Wii, the Wii U, the the Switch even. Um, Yeah. And mixed with Bitmoji mixed with the Animoji, the animals that talk. Because uh, from the iPhone 10 that saw your face and you'd move and talk and it was an animal. Oh, so it's a mixture of all those things put together. But you can pick and choose your hairstyles, your 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 face, your eyes, your you know glasses, your uh, any and all of the uh, things that you can pick and choose from. They have it. And essentially, it's an animated emoji. And <laughs> uh, why this matters, though, is that if you think about it, snap who owns Bitmoji, bought it for $60 million. And so this is clearly something people want. And by Apple having it baked into their iOS uh, 12, the one that is coming this fall, um, this is pretty interesting. This I mean, you may see people doing uh, in other words, you might see here's here's the marketing play. I'll, I'll give you this. Uh, you what you do is with an iPhone, you swipe up, you select the screen record, you go into your Memoji that you've already created to make look like you, and then you do your talking head thing where you're talking at your, you know, you're making it talk. It's recording your your sound, your voice, all of and your your digital face, and you make like an an almost digital avatar talking head version of you, and then you put that out there as a social post of some sort, and that's creative and it's fun yeah. and. You know, so there, do that. Run with it.
1: <laughs> well, as a side note, which is kind of kind of related in a way, I read an article by uh, Facebook's head of social VR, and she said that she was really surprised to learn that pretty much the most important thing to people in VR is their avatar. So Apple really is on the right track here by creating huh. these and allowing people to create their avatars.
0: Well, I, I don't. You know what? I don't know that that surprises me because I think if you're stepping into a virtual world, you want to be recognized as who you are. I mean, absolutely. Think think about the movie, or or you want to be thought of as something completely different. If you think about the movie Ready Player One, so. There you right. go. Yeah. Uh, we need to move a little bit faster. So Apple announced also FaceTime chat is mm-hmm. going to have uh, the ability to accommodate up to 32 participants. I think we heard that number somewhere similar recently with some other uh, chat. I'll let you go fill in the the <laughs> uh, blank there. Um WhatsApp? I think it was WhatsApp. Yes. And then there's another key piece here. Facebook was Announcing they were going to expand their advertising business with a new network for apps. And I know you were pretty interested in this.
1: Yeah. So um, this is basically going to be giving Apple is, is expanding its advertising business. They did this a few years back. It didn't work out so well for them. But they're, again, going to be expanding their advertising business with a new ad network for apps. So business will be able to sell promotional ads for search terms in the app store and share the revenue with the apps displaying the ads, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. That's a whole lot of...
0: I mean, Eight, if one. you think about how often people are inside of apps on their phone where ads show mm-hmm. up and Apple to be, you know, working with them on this, I think that's a pretty interesting um move by Apple at this point. So Right.
1: And and Apple is he, they met with, you know, Snap, Pinterest and other companies so and those companies would get a share of the revenue from these ads mm-hmm. right in their app. So that's, you know, it's it's different than um like apps when you're like playing a game or whatever, it's the actual app itself that will be showing the ad.
0: Right. Yes, exactly. So, uh, and then there's one other piece here and this is important for us in social media and marketing. Apple said that the new iOS and Mac OS will alert users when apps collect unauthorized data and, and here's the clinker block social media engagement buttons. So the ability to turn (laughs) off some of these social media, you know, share this and Facebook and Twitter and all that that kind of stuff is going to um, come here in September when they roll this out officially. Mac OS and uh, iOS 12 and I forget uh, Mojave. That's the Mac one, the desktop one. So um, let's squeeze in the Facebook ad updates real quick and then we will close the show out.
1: Okay, so Facebook is monetizing mar- the marketplace with ads and boosted listings. So businesses can now run product ads that will appear alongside other products and services in Facebook Marketplace, and individuals can also boost their item they have for sale in the marketplace. So they've got two different two different ad types running here, and one is for the businesses where its marketplace is a placement and. It's going to be available in the next few weeks, and you can target audiences in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. And you can use these ads using traffic, conversion, product catalog, video views, and reach objectives. And then for individuals, we got the boosted listings where a regular user can boost their marketplace listing, and it's going to show up in the newsfeed and... It's a very simple thing. You set the budget, you set the end date. There's no additional targeting options. It's going to show up to people 18 and older in the nearby zip code. That's it. Very cool. And I I think, was that it or is there more? Um, Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Well, and Facebook is introducing bidding for in-app ads, which is another tricky one to say. So Facebook's audience network announced that it now supports bidding for in-app advertising. It it used to be that when you wanted to bid for space in an app, it would go to the various um, publishers one by one and see who wanted to bid. Now it's, it's making it an actual auction and... The the end result is going to be that the the publishers are going to get better targeting and the the apps are going to get better revenue. So cool. And we have one one last one, or are we? Yes, yeah,
0: this one last one with nonprofits looks interesting as well.
1: Yeah. So back uh, back a little ways ago, Facebook rolled out charitable giving tools to help nonprofits and organizations you know, get funds and support through the platform. Well, now Facebook has expanded these tools to personal users in certain live broadcasters. And, um, or rather, I'm so sorry. So those tools were expanded to the personal users, but now Facebook is bringing them to brands and public figure pages as well. So if you're a brand like Social Media Examiner, say Social Media Examiner has this, as a company, we have this, 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 thing that we really want to support. And this cause that we really feel strongly about the page, our page itself could organize and manage and do this fundraiser. And you can add up to three friends to help you do that. So, you know, you're basically they're allowing brands and public figures to use their Facebook pages to connect their followers and fans with nonprofits that they believe in
0: yeah that's very cool i mean i know some of the nonprofits out there are going to be jumping for joy at the ability to do this oh yeah so oh yeah that's very cool especially because they have people that work there that have pretty decent size followings when it comes to or you know their friend network on their profiles and be able to to have that integration is going to work really well Mm -hmm. for them so
1: yeah i think i think that's cool
0: yeah well, that is all the news we can get to this week. I just want to remind you that you can go every Saturday to socialmediaexaminer.com to find the show notes for these episodes and find out all about what maybe we didn't include in the show this week. I want to say thank you to Jeff C. For being our guest this week, as well as for handling the casts. I don't know how he does it all at once. And then thank you to Grace Duffy, our show producer, who does way more than we ever get to give her credit for. She makes us look good. And uh, thank you, Kim, for being such a great co-host.
1: Thank you for being such a good host every week.
0: (laughs) Thank you. You need to get this show on your calendar. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. That way you can find out where and when to join us live every single week when we go live. You can also find the audio version of this as a podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and new episodes come out every Monday. And you can just search social media marketing talk show. It will pop up. You will grab it. And – please make sure you do not forget to go check out our Facebook ads summit coming 2018. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash FB 18 and find out more. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss out. Our next episode will be next Friday, June 15th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can join us again, socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. And with that, I want to say thank you and uh, we will see you next episode.
1: The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.